This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. All right, John Dickinson, Ryan Covey with you. Warriors lose in overtime tonight in Minnesota. It's 131-130. That's your final score. Carl Anthony Towns, he hits the game-winning free throw in this one for the Timberwolves after a controversial call uh, as Kevin Durant fall, uh, fouls him as he is uh, attempting to go up for a lob pass. Five-tenths of a second to go. Towns makes the first free throw. Misses the second free throw. Time uh, runs out after Stephen Curry tied the game at 130, which Ryan Covey was after Kevin Durant had seemingly <laughs> tied the game at 130 and may have gotten fouled on a three. Not only was there no foul on that three, it was the Timberwolves called for a foul before the shot. They had a foul to give. The Warriors had to throw it in again. It was a wild sequence at the end of this one. Curry winds up tying it at 130. We're all thinking, all right, double overtime. They're still going to be playing even at 825. But alas, we are on the air uh, after Durant is called for a foul as he holds up Carl Anthony Towns. Towns knocks down the free throw. That winds up being the difference in the game. Oh, by the way, this is a game where the Warriors led by 19. An awful third quarter. Let the Timberwolves back in it. A lot to chew on, but my biggest takeaway, my biggest question to you as we start this show here, does it even really matter? Because (laughs) Kevin Durant was laughing about it after they lost. You had Iguodala laughing about it before Towns even goes to the free throw line, and it just kind of makes me wonder, you know, the Warriors are tied with the Nuggets now atop the West, but does it even really matter? Well, I think it shows you, A, there were some wry smiles at the end of that game, J.D., where there was some obvious frustration from the Warriors. They didn't like the call on Durant. They didn't like the uh, not giving him the four-point play opportunity. Kerr was not happy about that postgame. But in general, I think there's a, a level of relaxation with the Golden State Warriors because they don't fear the Denver Nuggets. And right now, the only thing that they're playing for is to hold off Denver. But I feel like the Warriors uh, believe if they just show up on the second next month, uh, when in a week from now, and put it on the Denver Nuggets, that'll be enough for them in the long run to win the Western Conference, to get that top seed. Uh, And really, even if they don't, so be it. They they don't fear going in and playing Denver and being on the road in that series. So these are one of those games, though, J.D., where, first of all, you talk about excitement, drama, intrigue, whatever. I mean, coming into this game, we weren't expecting much tonight. We were just thinking, ah, you know, they'll, they'll probably beat them. Maybe they'll have a road clunker. But this ended up being a classic, and the, that's what the regular season should be all about, man. And while at the end of the day, the result doesn't matter a whole hell of a lot for the Golden State Warriors in, in their eyes, uh, pretty fun game, man, and that's all I'm looking for. Entertain me, you know. We got 82 regular season games. Give me something to cheer about. Well, it was definitely entertaining, and if you want to weigh in on this one, you can do so at eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. Warriors wrap up. John Dickinson, Ryan Covey, we're with you here on ninety five seven. The game and brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Uh, as the Warriors do blow a nineteen point lead, a thirty eight or a 32-18, rather, third quarter uh, for the Timberwolves. The run was actually bigger than that uh, as they wound up uh, trailing in the game and then taking a lead before the Warriors came back down the stretch to to force overtime. Uh, It was one of those games where you're thinking, wait a minute, how do the Warriors not win this game? And there's been a few more of those here and there throughout the course of this season where you're thinking, wait a minute, the Warriors don't let 19-point leads get away. And when they do let 19-point leads get away and come back from nine down themselves, they don't lose those games either. So it was almost hitting you from two angles of the Warriors don't lose this game, but here we are again, the Warriors 
wound up losing this game. It's almost like neither team really deserved to win the game. I mean, the Warriors, you know, had the huge lead. They have a, an awful third quarter. Let Minnesota, who, you know, they're not playing for anything right now. They let them back into the game. And, I mean, hell, Minnesota in overtime was up nine, uh, and they couldn't close out the Warriors. They left the door open. About the final play of the game, while you hate that an official decides the game in a situation like that, 0.5 left, the odds of Towns putting that in are, are very low. But two things. One, I hate the way that they set up to defend that. Put somebody under the basket. Protect the hoop. Look, if, if they're going to hit a 35-footer, you know, a turnaround to win the game, then you just say, you got it. Good game. Uh, but in that situation, put somebody under the basket. Protect against that instead of just, you know, playing this man that they were playing. And because, look, Kevin Durant, he grabbed him. And it's, you know, we, we, we agreed, J.D., when we saw it in real time, it was – Kind of like one of those moments, like ah, damn, you know he's by me, and yeah. that quick little panic grab. And there was an there was an oblique moment. Yeah, it's a foul. I mean, it's and it sucks because it's an exciting game, and you hate to see it end on a little free throw like that. But damn, he fouled him. I mean, I, there's no way around it. KD fouled him. Now you could argue that he should have got a four point play earlier, and I mean, you know, this game should have been decided long before that, but. The reality is uh, you'd like to see KD making a better play there. And, and how much do you put on the fact that the inbounds pass was clearly overthrown right. and it almost becomes a conversation of the uncatchable ball right. in college football yep. or in the, or the NFL where, well, it's not catchable, so it doesn't matter if the guy was held up. And it was clearly a, a pass that was headed out of bounds and landed out of bounds. But at the same time, that doesn't change the fact that you have to give – you know, the player an opportunity to move toward the basket without holding him up. And Durant did appear to hold him up. Oh, he grabbed him for sure. And so that's that's why it was kind of an anticlimactic way to end the game. Because I'm thinking we got double overtime coming up. What is Curry and company have in store? I mean, Curry hit three threes in the final minute 33 of this game. Like, are you kidding me? That shot to tie the game, especially after KD has had the non-foul call, you, you, you couldn't almost blame a team for being a little deflated right there. And then Curry's like, nope, I got warm more up my sleeve. I mean, he goes 11 of yeah. 19 from three-point range. This guy's a deity, man. Straight up. Yeah, Stephen Curry, 11 of 19 from three, finishes with 37 points. Uh, Kevin Durant, and there's really two calls we're talking about, and you alluded to both of them there. You have the three-pointer that Kevin Durant hit to tie the game where it appeared as if that should have been a three and potentially and one. Did you think it was a foul? Because I almost felt like the defender didn't even really touch Kevin Durant. We watched it in slow motion. When you watch it in slow motion, like I don't see a foul there. It's hard to see a foul there, but you're thinking at that point, if you're the official, that there is going to be a foul there. And you also want to make sure that if you're going to call that foul, that you make sure you get it before the shot goes up. Yeah, because you know they got a foul to get. Extra sure that they get it because that's the point of it. Uh, But you've got Durant hits the shot, which I think People are thinking, well, that's an and one, and yeah. Durant's going to the line to potentially win the game in the final half a second, and, and then or in the final seconds, and then you have that shot, or that wind up being a foul. All right, side out, and Stephen Curry winds up getting the basketball and, and tying the game at one thirty. Nevertheless, uh, even after uh, Durant's shot is disallowed, I'm looking at the time here where that was what? Let's see. That uh, was the Curry shot. Yeah, no, I'm looking oh. at how much time the Warriors had left. After, oh, like three seconds, if that. Maybe yeah, the four. Warriors called yeah, time four seconds. Four point four. Yeah, four point yeah, four. Just, yeah, yeah. Just why I wanted to make sure we got that that accurate. So Curry or Durant shot on the foul that was ruled to be on the floor, right. basically a side out of bounds. That came with four point four to go. So you still have four point four. Curry winds up tying the game with a half a second left. So the Warriors made the most of those. 3.9 seconds. Yeah, and I mean, really, it was actually good defense. It's just Steph Curry doing Steph Curry things. And, you know, while it's annoying that they lost this game and they, it's annoying how awful they played in the third quarter, there's just there's something about this team, J.D. They never believe that they're out of a game. And when you can shoot the three like that, and how about Draymond Green? Some of the defensive plays that he made in this game, the steal on Wiggins, pick Carl Anthony Towns' pocket a couple of times. I mean, Draymond Green's muscling up against Carl Anthony Towns, who's younger, bigger, uh, more agile. And here's Draymond in crunch time getting the best of him. I thought that was incredible. He made a couple of terrific defensive plays. And, and, and yeah, the, the will to win the competitive nature yeah. of Draymond Green 
on full display there. And, you know, tonight was one of those nights where, where you see just how difficult it is to actually beat the Warriors, even when you seemingly have them beat. Yeah, sure. Uh, but on the other hand, you look at it and, you know, the Warriors, they let teams back into the game more this year than they have in any other year as well. And that third quarter, I mean, just lack of discipline and, and poor defense and just it, it just there's been too many quarters like that where the Warriors can undo an entire half of great play yep. in seemingly six to eight minutes. And, and so often these last few years, Covey, it's been the exact opposite. Warriors can kind of be, eh, whatever, 18, 24 minutes, game's close at halftime, and then they can blow the game out of the water with a six to eight minute stretch. Now it almost seems they're a little bit vulnerable the other way, even when they have played well, to allow a mediocre team like the Timberwolves back in the game in a blank. Well, and we've talked about this a lot on on the, some of the postgame shows we've done, J.D., where it's for large portions of the game, the Warriors are just content to essentially trade buckets with the opposition, and then they'll tighten the defensive screws uh, for spurts here and there. But, you know, because they're not totally locked in the way that we've seen them in years past, uh, you know, basically from, from you know, buzzer to buzzer, because of that, they let teams creep back in it. And you, you could cite lapses in concentration. You could cite hey, maybe these games don't mean a whole hell of a lot to them. Maybe they they believe, hey, look, all we got to do is flip that switch for a few minutes and that should be enough. But, uh, y- you know, you develop good habits, you know, throughout the game and really throughout the season. And, uh, you know, it, it, at some point it, it looks like the Warriors, at some points it looks like the Warriors, uh, they kind of regress to, you know, a, a shell of the team that we're used to. And I really think it's a lack of focus and really – I know I'll stop short of calling it a lack of passion, but you, they just don't seem to care a whole hell of a lot in, in stretches for as how talented as they are. And you don't want to take away what the opposition's able to do, but when you when you see them take it to to the level that they're capable of, there's these spells where you watch them and you're like, where's where's that team that I was watching before? Where's this team that I know that's in there with five all stars? Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero triple eight nine five seven nine five seven zero. If you want to weigh in uh, on the officiating late in this game, this is probably a night where where we can do it. Sure. Uh, typically, I'm not, and I know I don't think you are either. Not. one of these guys that wants to take uh, officiating calls between now and until tomorrow morning at, at nine o'clock. Sure, but but tonight is a night where, if, hey, if you want to vent about it, Steve Kerr vented about it after the game. He called the missed call on Durant mind-boggling, as you heard in the R.C. Davis, uh, Tim Roy portion of the post-game show before we got on the air. Kevin Durant, we're going to hear from him uh, at some point here on. Warriors wrap-up, he went in on the officials after initially... It was a slow build for (laughs) Kevin Durant tonight. Always cognizant of his pocketbook, but eventually he wound up going in, and then Stephen Curry as well uh, had some words uh, for the officials after Curry seemingly... He almost taunted the official after he knocked down the three. Who was he taunting? Was he yeah. taunting the official? Was he I, taunting the crowd? Was he? What was he doing there? I don't know. It was like a, a strange little dance he did there. I mean, he was excited. I know that. And it's a big shot. But maybe he wasn't taunting the official. He wasn't because, taunting Jared Bayless. <clears throat> no, no. But I think it was kind of one of those ball don't lie, ball don't lie. See, we, we deserve to hit the game or the game tying three right there. So I think that was it. A little what, frustration. What did you think of, of the Durant three? Durant hits the three. They wave it off immediately. They say fouls on the floor. I know you said you didn't necessarily think it was a foul. Did you think it was an and one? If when I watched it in real time, I thought that's an and one. And while a lot of players in the NBA complain, they think they got fouled on every single play, and uh, you know they're they're constantly getting hosed by the officials. Kevin Durant was so animated, and it was just you could just tell he he firmly believed. A, it was a foul. B, it should have been an and one. Now, knowing the situation where, you know, Minnesota's going to look to foul there pretty quick with the foul to give, but that's one of those, J.D., buyer beware. I mean, if you're going to foul, you better make sure because that could have easily gone the Warriors' way there. Ultimately, it didn't. Uh, I I thought the call was close. When I watched it in real time, I thought, okay, that's a four-point play. When I watched it again in slow motion, I thought, boy, I'm not even sure he fouled him at all there. So, really, it was a a poor job by the defender in two regards. He, He cut it too close. And ultimately, he didn't even do a good job of fouling him. Right. He didn't get him. And it wound up being even if you look at it in terms of, okay, no foul, but you get the three. The Warriors wound up getting the three. They just got the three a different way. 
and then that shifted things back to Minnesota with a half a second to go, right. or Kevin Durant's guarding Carl Anthony Towns as they throw that lob to the rim, and, and and the lob to the rim that was basically a lob to the bench. Right. Yeah. It was it was a lob to the third row. Uh, but hey, KD got beat on the play. I'd like to see you know his feet moving there. You give Towns credit; he was moving. He forced. KD to make a play and you know that kind of reminded me JD of like the some of those plays the Warriors used to draw up out of timeouts where they're never out of it and they're always looking to to squeeze every last drop out of the uh the remaining time of possession you know the remaining time on the clock excuse me yeah. and that was exactly what Minnesota did tonight I mean they could easily just you know threw one in threw up a little prayer at the end and okay we're going to double overtime but hey they drew up a play they uh you know they were looking for towns cut into the basket and KD kind of slept a little bit. Like I said, I didn't like the way they set up defensively on that. You have to have somebody under the bucket right there. You just have to, and they didn't. Chilton Auto Body text line 95795-925 checks in. Pathetic. They gave it up. If they don't beat Denver at Oracle, they deserve to not have that first seed. The Warriors still play Charlotte at Oracle on Sunday afternoon, a 5.30 tip before the Nuggets come in. But uh, the one thing I always mentioned and we talked about this the other night what does it cost you right what does it cost you well you look at the western conference standings at the end of the night denver went into oklahoma city and they were in in dire need of a victory and they got one at oklahoma city tonight which actually drops the thunder back down to the eighth spot in the west as san antonio moves in front of them via a tiebreaker but the warriors and nuggets tied at 51 and 24 now yep uh, Warriors have the tiebreaker. They've won two of three against the Nuggets, but this game on Tuesday night, it just it looks like it's gonna matter as much as every other day. It doesn't look like it's gonna matter. Yeah, and hey, that's fine. I, I think the Warriors will always take their chances, and you know, what's basically a, a one-game scenario. I know that there's still other games to be played, and the, the positioning could change regardless of who wins the uh, the, the Warriors Nuggets game. But looks like it's setting up to be winner of this game is probably going to be the number one seed in the West. So uh, as we're winding down the regular season at Oracle and closing that gym up, I know there, there's still going to be some big time playoff games. But I, I love the fact that there's going to be a really pivotal regular season game here in the final year at Oracle. All right, 888-957-9570. It's Warriors Wrap-Up. We're brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of Home Search with Ryan Covey. I'm John Dickinson. 888-957-9570. Your phone calls. We're going to hear from Stephen Curry. We're also going to hear from Kevin Durant as well. We've got your play of the game and much, much more coming up. It's Warriors Wrap-Up. Warriors lose in OT at Minnesota, 131-130. And you heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. With Ryan Covey, I'm John Dickinson. 888-957-9570. Warriors lose in Minnesota. Golden State drops this one to the T-Wolves. 131-130 in overtime. Carl Anthony Towns with the game-winning free throw. Five-tenths of a second to go after Stephen Curry had tied the game in overtime. A lot going on in this one. The Warriors had rallied from nine down after they had blown a 19-point lead. Controversial calls everywhere late in this one, uh, but lots to talk about and chew on with you at 888-957-9570. Before we hear from Kevin Durant and then Stephen Curry, let's get to Fred in Berkeley, who joins us here on Warriors Wrap-Up. And uh, when we hear from the fans, it's brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. Hey, Fred, you're on 95.7 The Game. Hey, thanks a lot. Uh, just a quick question about Towns' free throw. It's the last shot of the game. You know, he had two shots. Uh, he made one. You said that he had to miss the second one. He must miss the second one, and he must miss it off the rim, not off the backboard. What's the difference? Yeah, well, off the off the backboard, it's a dead ball. The ball has to hit the rim if you intentionally miss a free throw in that situation. So if, if he just throws it off the backboard, Fred, then it's a dead ball, no time comes off the clock, and the Warriors would get a, a possession where they could call a timeout, advance the ball, and, and then set up a shot. If the ball hits the rim... Then the clock starts, and, and that's it. There's basically nothing you can do about it then. It was it, it, it looked like a perfect miss. Yeah, it did. I don't know if it, 
I thought he tried to miss it. He did. No, he tried to miss it. Yeah, I. but then it was so good that I thought, did he really try to miss it, which tells you that it was a perfect miss. Yeah, it was, it was a perfect miss, and it killed off the rest of the clock. Warriors had no chance at that point. It was a great play by Towns. Yeah, it really was. But, yeah, if he had just banged it off the side of the board or tried to hit the front of the rim and, and you know, thrown it out of bounds <laughs> accidentally, then the Warriors would have had one more shot. Yeah, and it's funny when, you know, players try and intentionally miss free throws. You actually see him accidentally make them sometimes. And yeah. Boy, you wouldn't and have Towns put it... almost put himself at risk of that. He did. The ball was in and out. Yeah, and he was also right in there when the ball got tipped up in the air to make sure that it was definitely going their way and the game was over. But you definitely wouldn't put it past Steph Curry to, you know, if, if that ball, if he did make that free throw, quick little outlet, and Steph from like three quarters court. Yeah. Crazier things have happened. And, you know, when Steph Curry's hitting 11 threes in the game, you wouldn't put it past him. So, that, yeah, unfortunate way for the game to end in general. But, yeah, they, they played it right down the stretch. Do you think it matters, Ryan Kove? <sighs> you know, just not really. You're tied, tied for first in the West. You blow a 19-point lead. The Warriors have continued to be kind of up and down. When you think they're going to go on a little bit of a run, they they lose a game kind of like tonight or they get blown out at home. I mean, does any of it matter? Because I'm looking at Iguodala and I'm looking at Durant and they're smiling at the end of it and I'm thinking, Psh, these guys know they've got it on lock. Yeah, and I think the smile was a little bit of they were irritated. They were a little bit pissed off about the way everything shook up at the end of that game. But the reality is they blew, what, a 19-point lead in the third quarter. I mean, come on. Eight turnovers and no assists in the third quarter. That's the Minnesota Timberwolves, okay? Like, that's a team you should be running out of the gym. And I thought as well as they played in the first half against Towns and the rest of them, I mean, you look at that Minnesota box score, you got, what, eight guys, seven guys in double figures. Uh, they, they just they, they brought it on, the Warriors, in the, in the third quarter. And then it was you know, kind of the Warriors just trading buckets with them the rest of the way. And uh, that third quarter is the reason why they didn't deserve to win this game. Now, in, in the grand scheme of things, is it going to change much? I mean, if well, if they lose to Denver and then ultimately they play Denver in the Western Conference Finals and that's a tight series that goes seven games, maybe it might. But there's a lot of things that need to happen in order for a loss like this to have real, like real world consequences. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And, and one thing here uh, before we get to a couple of more phone calls, because we are sticklers for accuracy on this program. Yeah. Ball hits the rim. Clock doesn't start on the rim. It, the clock starts when the ball is touched. Correct. But the ball is going to be touched at the point that it hits the rim. It's a dead ball if it hits the backboard or, or goes directly out of bounds. Just want to make sure we, we clarify that for anybody out there. Thank that, you, J.D. Just, you know, again, <laughs> sticklers for accuracy I love it. on this show. Uh, Charlie is up next here on Warriors Wrap-Up. Go Charlie on. on the phone lines here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, guys. How you doing? Have, uh, I hope you guys are doing well. Um uh, you know, the, I'm as a fan, as a, a longtime fan of this team. Um, uh, tonight's loss, you know, if this loss was back in November, I'd be heartbroken. I'd be upset. I'd probably lose a little sleep. At this point in the season, I just want the playoffs to start. I don't. I. I. As bad as tonight's loss was, blowing the 19 point lead, playing pathetic in the third quarter. At this point now, I'm just resigned to the fact that they're just uh, sort of on cruise control. Uh, I, w- I would expect them to win Sunday. I think they're playing Charlotte Sunday. Yep. And, and and I would expect them to beat Denver on Tuesday. And even if they don't wind up with the sec- uh, the first seed, I, I think they're going to be fine. I, 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 I'm, they've had too many of these losses all year long, even though they only have, what, 24 losses so far in the yeah. season? Yeah, they've been so bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, anyway, so that's, I'm, I'm, I'm just resigned to the fact. I'm just waiting for the playoffs at this point. That's, that's all I got, guys. Have a good night. All right, Charlie, appreciate the phone call. And the Warriors do find themselves now tied with Denver, 51-24. and That game looks like it's going to matter. The Warriors do play Charlotte before they play the Denver Nuggets at Oracle Arena on Tuesday night. And I'm looking at Denver and their schedule. They won at Oklahoma City tonight, and I'm digging up their – because I got to believe they have one game in between uh, now and then, and they do. They actually host Washington on Sunday. So the Wizards actually gave the Jazz a run for their money in Salt Lake City. So assume the Warriors win and assume that the Nuggets win at home against Washington on Sunday, and you're looking at a showdown game, essentially. It's, it's tied. Love it. Going into that one, the Warriors, if they win, would be a game up. And they would have the tiebreaker at that point. So the Nuggets yep. would have to, at that point, make up 
two games basically in the final week of the season. So yeah. that game would be for everything. Uh, the Nuggets at that point, if they win, would have an even season series, but they would then go a game up under that scenario that that, that we lay out there. Uh, so essentially, if the Warriors win that game and win the game on Sunday against Charlotte, they're going to be in a position where they control that one seed. Yeah, that's why ultimately, while it's frustrating to lose a game like this and you know you could still maintain your buffer uh, against the Nuggets, the, the reality is even if it doesn't go your way and the Nuggets end up as the one seed, you got to ask yourself, well, do the Nuggets really have what it takes to make it to the Western Conference Finals? And if they do, do they really have what it takes to make it relevant that four of these seven games might be in Denver? I mean, there's just a lot of what-ifs. Now, the reality is a team this talented, J.D., you could argue, and, and I, I hear this from Warriors fans, and, and they're not wrong. A team this good with this many all-star players shouldn't be in a position where they're battling for the one seed. I mean, you think about all the success that they've had under Steve Kerr and you know the, the all the winning that they've done. The fact that they're in this position kind of speaks to uh, really an overall uh, or you know an overall sense of uh, the regular season doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot. And okay, fine, just go get it done in the playoffs and none of this is going to matter if that's the case. Because really, whether the games are at Oracle or on the road, they're the best team on the road in the NBA. Nobody else has more playoff experience than the Golden State Warriors. So it's just one of those, have they earned the trust from the Warriors fan base to say, well, regardless of whether they're the one seed or the two seed, regardless of whether they've tricked off double-digit leads, regardless of whether they're 0-5 in overtime this year, are we just going to defer to, yeah, but they're, head and shoulders, the most talented team in the NBA. And when the rubber meets the road and it's crunch time in the playoffs, like, yeah, they're going to get the job done. And you know what? Uh, their track record speaks to that. So I still, while it's frustrating to lose games like this, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm still betting well, on the dubs. Yeah. And it's going to be even more frustrating if they lose one of the next two. Yeah, you know, for sure. And it, well, what are they doing? And they might not get the one seed yeah. and, and this and that, but, but to your point, it almost doesn't matter. It doesn't. I'm it sorry, almost it just, doesn't matter. It just doesn't. Because the Warriors, if you look at their path, what it would be facing the Nuggets, you would probably fear playing important road games against the Nuggets less than you would have feared anything that happened last year against the Rockets. 100%. The Rockets, I think the Rockets are still a more viable threat to the Golden State Warriors this year than Denver is. And that's the one thing that's still an unknown as well is right now the Rockets are the four seed. So right now you'd get the Rockets in the second round if you're the one. Right. So you, you, if you're the two, you you, the if they're the two, you'd get either Portland or the Clippers <laughs> right. at this point in time. So there's no actual tangible benefit until the conference finals having the one versus having the two. All and, right. and the reality is there's so much more playoff positioning to go on. It just right now it almost doesn't even do any good to look at the playoff seating because there's just there's still so much to be decided. John Dickinson, Ryan Covey, we got Jake, we got Robin who want to squawk uh, on the phone lines. It's Warriors wrap up. We're brought to you by realtor.com, the home of home search and we still are going to hear from Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry uh, as well. Warriors lose in OT 131-130. You heard it here on 957 the game. Warriors wrap-up continues on 95.7 The Game. John Dickinson, Ryan Covey, Warriors lose in Minnesota, 131-130. They lose in overtime after blowing a 19-point lead. The Dubs would come back and rally from nine down themselves to force uh, the a tie game in the closing seconds as uh, Golden State winds up losing it. Kevin Durant fouling Carl Anthony Towns uh, on an inbounds pass with a half second to go, Towns uh, breaking for a lob. Uh, the the pe- inbounds pass was just dramatically overthrown out of bounds, but Durant did impede the progress of Carl Anthony Towns, at least to my eye. It's not the type of call that, that you really like to see or want to see at the end of a game, but I think it, it was the correct call when you watch it back a number of different times. Yeah, I mean, the letter of the law, that's a foul right there, and it's unfortunate, and... You'd like to see Kevin Durant maybe having his feet moving right there, but you watch Kevin Durant's hands, his arms. He he does a little bit of grab around Towns' waist because he knows he got beat. We see defensive backs in the NFL yeah. do it every single Sunday, just like on the uh, the inbounds pass. We see quarterbacks overthrow guys on the fade route every single Sunday. So uh, it's one of those, was the ball catchable? 
look, it doesn't matter. If he impedes his progress, you got to give him a chance to, to catch the inbounds pass. And just that, that little subtle grab was the difference. All right, we'll hear from Kevin Durant momentarily. Let's first get to Jake and Cupertino. Jake is on 95.7 The Game. It's Warriors wrap-up with J.D. and Covey. Hey, Jake. Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, I just got to say, um, I don't know what uh, – I'm not going to complain about the officiating too much. I just – I don't really understand – if that's a petty call or that's a legitimate call, it just kind of seems like, isn't that what the human error is supposed to be about? Aren't they supposed to be able to interpret the situation and the context of the game and see, well, like I can call this the way I would if it was the first quarter and it's 2-2 game where I can call it like there's .5 seconds left and it's a tie game and double over in overtime. So I don't really understand how. I mean, is it not really a petty call? I think you could make a case that it is. Yeah, I think you could too. Yeah, I mean, I think you could make a case that it is, and it's a call that I would say probably eight times out of ten, four times out of five, you don't see made at the end of the game in that specific situation. Sure. Yeah, I I think there's something to that. But that doesn't mean that the one or two times they do call it that it's wrong either. I'm never a a huge fan of – adjusting the the barometer of what's a foul based on the game situation. Now, if you've been calling, I, I just want consistency uh, like from whistle to whistle, from wire to wire. Like if that was a foul in the first quarter, I want it to be a foul in the fourth quarter. I want it to be a foul in overtime. If you're kind of, you know, I, I also, in the playoffs, JDs, there's that tendency to let them play a little bit. Uh, you know, we see that in the NFL if the, or in the NHL even. If you're going that route, okay, fine. Just make sure it's consistent. What I don't like is when the standard changes as the game gets deeper. That I don't like. Let, let's go ahead and hear from Kevin Durant. He was involved in, in a couple of the controversial plays. He gets called for the foul on Carl Anthony Towns as Towns was going up for the lob. Durant also, it was ruled, was fouled before he nailed a three, which tied the game. And initially, I think there was some belief that he might get an opportunity at a four-point play uh, in that particular situation before uh, the Warriors had to throw the ball in again. And Stephen Curry ended up tying the game. Let's hear from Durant involved uh, in a couple of the calls that had everybody talking after the Dubs loss in Minnesota. Well, first of all, we have 14 coming into the third. We can't put ourselves in that position, but this is the NBA. And teams make a run, especially at home. Momentum can shift very quickly. And um, so they made it a game. But I thought we deserved to play five more minutes. Which call is worse, in your opinion? Are you trying to get me fine? I'm not trying to get fine. Did Cat have any chance to catch the ball at the end? I ain't seen the play. I, I want to keep my money because they gave me two bullshit texts. Let me just stop talking about officiating, but you seen a play. I don't want to blame it just on that, but, I mean, like I said, we did. I think we sh- we kind of deserve to play at least five more minutes of basketball. You know, I'm not saying we're going to win the game or they were, didn't have momentum going into the, you know, would have been a second overtime. But was, I'm sure all of you guys can agree with me when I say I think we should be playing five more minutes. When you hit the three ball, in your mind, were you sure you were going to the line to win it? For sure. I mean, because if you look at the play, um, was it uh, Jeff, uh, Diop who was guarding me? He lost He lost me for a quick second, and when I caught the ball, I knew they were going to foul, and I got it up quick. And he had two hands on me as I was going into my shot, and um, Murat, this is his name, he was, great. he was the best player on the floor tonight. He made sure that, you know, he's he's so good with his whistle that he's, he knew they were going to foul me, and he caught it right before I shot the ball. So, you know, he's one of the greatest refs of all time. How many times have you watched that replay? A couple. If you, all you need is one time. <laughs> <laughs> all you need to see it is once. I mean, late in the game, you know, can you be physical at that late in the game? I mean, I didn't extend my arms on the push. I didn't grab. I didn't impede anybody's movement. Plus, the ball was already out of bounds. I mean, would you call that one, Mike? Nah. Nah, my little brother probably wouldn't have called that one. They just let us play. You should have let us play. We should be still playing right now. But they did have momentum. Uh, They played extremely well in the second half to get themselves back in the game, put themselves in position to win the basketball game. But we did too, especially being down eight, six, with a minute, 45 seconds to go. Like, that was crazy. That was crazy. Is this one of the tougher losses you've been nah, recently? Because everybody knows, you know what it is. It's not tough, you know. We've been a part of some, some bad losses in our career, but it is what it is. We never want to put it in the hands of the refs, but like Leon, you just gotta get out the way at that point. You can get back to refing the game once the overtime start, but at that point, like get out the way. 
But, you know, they always got to be seen. You know, it's their league, too. All right, so Kevin Durant wasn't going to go in on the officials. He wanted to keep his money. But then he wound up going in, all in on the officials. Right. And he will be fine. Oh, 100%. That's it, a $25,000 fine. Yeah. And and by right the way, the, uh, the, the Curry, after he hit that three, he was absolutely taunting the officials. <laughs> okay. 100%. We have confirmation of that. Yes. Ryan Covey is... Has reviewed the tape. Yeah, I have, and and I've got it right here. And and by the way, uh, S- Steve Kerr was uh, none too pleased either after the game. Uh, and look, I have no problem with you know you know passion and frustration at the way that that game was officiated. But a couple things: one, don't blow a nineteen point lead; two, show up in the third quarter; uh, and then of course, finally, uh, you do take some positives away from it because think about how they battled back in that game. I mean. In overtime, they could have just packed it up. When Minnesota goes up nine, you could basically be like, okay, game's over. We're out of here. Let's get on the plane and go home. You give them a ton of credit for uh, for at least buckling down and finding a way to, to tie that game. Yeah, they, they rallied after they blew the 19-point lead. That would be the devil's advocate of that. Sure. Well, you're the Warriors, and you blew a 19-point lead. A couple other things. Couple There's a lot things. to digest from there, this game, no, no, 100%. Yeah. The other thing is Draymond Green picked up his 15th technical foul of the season. Yeah, Steve Kerr guaranteed yesterday that Draymond would pick up his 15th tech before the end of the season. We're talking to Damon and Kolsky yesterday. And I would have agreed with that. Yeah. I think everybody would have agreed with that. But now he's at 15. And at 16, you get suspended for the next game. Yeah. And you're thinking, okay, well, what does that really matter? And it doesn't really matter unless you're Draymond Green and Sunday against Charlotte at Oracle Arena, you pick up a technical foul, which is your 16th, and then you can't play in what would be the biggest game of the year against Denver at Oracle on Tuesday night. So right. you, any concern there? Or Draymond I'm, smart enough to know, hey, I'm I'm not putting myself in position to miss that game. Although, again, there, I mean, he did at one point put himself in a position to miss game five of the finals. Yeah, well, hopefully that was – the lesson, the ultimate lesson learned there, JD. Which I think it has been for I, his career. I sure hope so. And if if he's got as much self-control as Steve Kerr wants to give him credit for, saying he'll absolutely pick up 15, but no more, then so be it. I mean, it, it, you got to just trust him there. If he does go that route, we can, you know, we can talk about Draymond not being able to to hold his water. But if he doesn't, so be it. He just run it up right up against the, uh, the limit and you're no problem. All right, let's get to our play of the game. It's time for the play of the game. He got it! Now, here's the play of the game. Durant pops out. Curry catches left side. Backs up on Baylor. Shoots a fadeaway three. It's up and good! Curry! Point five on the clock. He's tied the game with an absolutely ridiculous three. In the corner. Guarded by Bayless. Fading away. Curry ties the game. Hey, I, normally we'd say, hey, know that play of the game. And on Monday, Steiny and Guru are going to call for it at 1030. And if you get it right, you win 100 bucks. Right. I thought you won a car. You only win 100 bucks? Forget about forget about it, though, because it's not going to matter because the Warriors play on Sunday. And whenever the Warriors <sighs> play again before Monday, it's that play of the game that matters. So this would have been the one that would have won you a car, but unfortunately, yeah. since they play Charlotte, no car. You yeah. just win a hundred bucks if you know the next game's played. Exactly. Game. If, All right. If, if Sorry. this game had been on a Thursday, yeah. instead of a Friday, you could have won a Cutlass. You could have won something. Yeah, nice Cutlass yeah. Sierra. Nice eighty-six with a couple of missing hubcaps. It would have been sweet. But now maybe you can win a hundred bucks. I think that's Guru's car. <laughs> maybe. Actually. <laughs> John Dickinson, Ryan Covey, Warriors uh, wrap-up on 95.7 The Game as we are brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Warriors lose in Minnesota, 131-130. to uh, Let's continue on the phone lines. Chad in Fairfield is up next here. Chad, you're on Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Chad? What's going on, Chad? What do you got, Chad? Oh... I think the one is enough. All right. All right, Chad. Thanks. We gave you a couple of opportunities to 
I think Chad got nervous. I get nervous sometimes. Yeah. It's all good. Much love, Chad. Well, especially when it's like, yeah, you're on, you know, you're on hold. They're going to take calls, and they're playing Durant. Durant's going off for the officials, and then they're doing play of the game, and you're thinking, is the show going to end? Covey's talking about giving you a Cutlass Sierra. You're like, I might call Covey at 11.30. Get a car. I mean, I, why know, not? I mean, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and why then, not? So and you, then, and, and then you it's, go. hey, you're on. Let's go. And you're not ready for it. It, it happens. Much Robin love. in San Francisco. Robin is always ready. Yeah, she was born ready. You're on 95.7 The yeah. Game, Robin. Can you guys hear me? I hope I don't get cut off because I'm on mission at 16th and the reception really sucks donkey golf. I hope that's loud on the radio. No, we hear you great. Okay, here's what I want to say. Uh, that game was frustrating. I am still mad about uh, the officiating towards the end. But having said that, um, they put themselves in the position uh, to, uh, to have that happen. Um, and I'm a little sick and tired of people um, saying that um, they're ready for the playoffs and this and that. I mean, the Warriors were inconsistent like this last year. Actually, the Warriors would drive you crazy and have dro- driven me crazy for the last uh, two seasons, okay, the way that they inconsistently play. Now, here's what I'm concerned about, you guys. They lost, okay, fine, but the sloppiness. It's the sloppiness that bothers me. And why are they being so sloppy? I don't want to hear mental breakdown. I don't want to hear any of that. Are they, are they, they seem to be sometimes lost on plays. I mean, overthrowing the ball, just ridiculous stuff. That concerns me, and that has not been taken away. And they are consistently being sloppy. I'm sorry. That's, that, that's going to be a problem if they don't clean that up. And that's all I got to say. And I'd like to hear what you guys have to say about that. And I'm glad Kevin Durant told the officials off. Bye, you guys. <laughs> Thanks, Robin. Appreciate the phone call. Come on. They've won the last two NBA titles. The, two years ago, they went 16-1 and in the playoffs. Like, come on, Robin. Like, I love the passion. It's all good. You're entitled to feel the way you feel. But when two seasons end in parades in downtown Oakland, you can't tell me that it was all bad. Come on. And and look, the Warriors have shown even in the last two or three weeks that there's still a level they can get to that probably can't be matched by anybody once they do. 100%. I think the, the Houston game, the Oklahoma City game, I think showed that. Uh, you know, the Denver game, even the week before that, the last time they were at Oracle Arena, Denver playing against the Warriors back in January in Denver, I think is another game that's, that's indicative uh, of that. But I, I, I kind of agree with Robin in this sense. It, the reason the Warriors have let games get away from them, whether it's a team jumping out to a huge lead at Oracle and then running them out, or a situation like tonight where you've got a 19-point lead and the game is just so loose and comfortable yeah. that you can get back in it even if you're mediocre. And There's a laissez-faire attitude. Going through the motions like – the, the Timber it wasn't like the Timberwolves did anything great. No, you're right. But to come back and get into that game and, and not only put themselves in a spot where they were they came from nineteen down, but they were up nine. So you're talking about a twenty eight point swing at that point. Yeah, you're right, and there, we've seen that this like year. Like, you're the freaking Warriors, Yeah, Kovay. I hear you. No, I, I get it. 28-point against a, a ne'er-do-well that's going to win 36 games. Well, right, you, there's, you know? there's no excuse to trick off that game, especially when you're still playing for something. I absolutely will grant you that. I've, you know, I've talked about it. It is puzzling for me why this team doesn't have the kind of focus that we know that they're capable of. Uh, you know, I've heard one school of thought is, well, they're, you know, saving a little something in the tank. One school of thought is, hey, they're bored. They're, they have the kind of the same attitude that a lot of Warriors fans do, which is wake me up in the Western Conference Finals. Now, is that a legitimate excuse? No, but it might be the reason. Reasons and excuses aren't the same thing, but that could definitely be the reason. Uh, I, I agree. They need to be a little more buttoned up at times, but it's hard to argue, J.D., with the end result, which are... Larry O'Brien trophies, confetti falling in parades. I mean, it, it just it's it's hard to it's hard to knock them when you know that's the deal. Let's go ahead and hear from the guy that tied the game at 130 before Kevin Durant was called for the foul. Carl uh, Anthony Towns went to the line, ultimately won it with a half a second to go. Curry tied it uh, with the three pointer. Uh, he finished with 37 points. He had 11 threes. Here's Steph after the Warriors lost to the T Wolves. Been back there looking at those calls over and over and over again and still don't understand either one of them. The KD four-point play, which puts pressure on them to, you know, with four seconds left to have to get a bucket. And at the end of the game, nobody wants to see a game in like that with a 
crazy pass that had no chance of being caught and a, a soft foul that uh, should never have been called to decide the game like that. Guys out there fighting their ass off to play and compete and win the game by playing basketball. So it's just a tough way to go out. To go out. So how did you, given the way it was called on Kevin's three, how did you compose yourself to still make the three after? I just got another opportunity. I mean, obviously, with motions were high, but just, just, just get a shot up and see what happens. Which is a worst call in your opinion? Uh, you have to ask the MVP of tonight, Mark Kogut. Is that the most frustrating ending you've seen to a game that you've been a part of? Probably not, but it's the one that has just happened, so I'm still a little, a little heated. <laughs> did, did you feel at all? I mean, because you guys kind of telling the referees after you hit the three, did you feel at all that played into what was a, that controversial ball? If that's the case, that's indicative of the entire game and, you know, not officiating the game itself and letting emotions get in the way or whatever kind of agenda you had coming in. I mean, then that day, it's 182. I'm not going to get overblown that, that much. We should have been, you know, way ahead in the second half by playing better. But again, let the let the game decide, and and that's that's just unfortunate. At that point, did they provide like any explanation on things? The fact that Draymond got a tech for saying, "Oh, we can't talk to y'all tonight," is kind of embarrassing in terms of like we're supposed to have that communication. Nobody's being demonstrative, disrespectful in any sense. Um, you know, in this league, there's going to be back and forth and chatter and trying to, you know, end emotions and, you know, high intensity, you know, competition. As long as you're not, you know, cussing somebody out or being disrespectful, that, that communication should be there. For the most part, all year has been, you know, pretty solid. Just on a night to night, you know, it's kind of, you want it to be the most consistent thing in terms of uh, player referee, you know, relationships. The three you hit to tie it. I know you worked a lot on your game. Is that one you practiced? Uh, I practice every shot I've taken. So just, again, have confidence to shoot it. Great. All right, so Stephen Curry there. Uh, Warriors lose in Minnesota 131-130. Both Stephen Curry and Kevin Durant saying that the MVP was official Marit Kogut. All right, you the real MVP. Apparently, it's not Katie's mom's anymore. It's Mark Kogan. I mean, look, don't blow a 19-point lead, okay? And, yeah, there was a couple of calls that were bad at the end of the game for a couple of reasons they, ne- they should have never been in that situation in the first place. But the reality is, J.D., like, okay, so they lost to the Timberwolves. Keep it moving. You'll see Charlotte in a couple of days. If this really upsets you that much, let it fuel you. Let it f- stoke the flames then and – Go out and take it out on Charlotte, and then take it out on Denver, and then take it out on the Western Conference in the playoffs. Like, cool, man. It's this how it goes. So you left seven games to go. Yeah, they the just they left in the hands of the officials. Like, they, then they they lamented that themselves. They said, "We can't do that." Well, you did it tonight. So, lesson learned. Keep it moving. Yeah, seven games to go for the Warriors. The Warriors will have to go seven and zero to equal their one loss record of last season. Yeah, eight and twenty-four. And you could argue, aren't they better this year? Uh, they've got Demarcus Cousins. Steph Curry didn't get hurt down the stretch this year. I mean, that's the and that's why our our callers are onto something. Uh, our last caller, what's her name? She she calls it Robin. A lot. Robin, yeah, yeah, Robin, and she's texting in. And she's she's right. Uh, there there is a, a laissez-faire attitude about this team, and um, I totally will acknowledge that. But there's the other side of that coin is. What what is the whole point of the NBA season to be the champion? They've done it three times in four years, twice in a row, and they're the the favorite to do it again. The other side is they haven't been good enough when it matters, and uh, they they blow leads, and they they're not closers the way they, can, they that we all know that they're capable of being. Right, we heard from Kevin Durant, we heard from Stephen Curry, and. Let's go ahead and hear from Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr went in on the officials a little bit as well as the Warriors fell to 0-5 in overtime. Timberwolves beat the Dubs tonight 131-130 in Minnesota. Here's Steve Kerr after the ball game on the officiating. When the lob was going 10 feet over the rim, I haven't seen that either. Did you think it was before the shot on Kevin's? Did I think it was before the shot? I just watched the replay. He caught and he shot, and it's a four-point play. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Um, 
kind of mind-boggling. The guy catch, you catch, and you go up for a shot, you get fouled. In any league, any league, that's a good, good bucket and a free throw. Any league, not just the NBA. So Kerr had issue with both calls. He thought it was a Durant three and one when they ruled the foul on the floor that, that you said, hey, you look at the replay, you're not sure the guy even fouled him at all. Right. And then, again, the, the Kerr concerned about, well, the pass was uncatchable. It was so far out of bounds. And, you know, it's kind of a ticky-tack. And it Held is. Held him up. But you put yourself in that position. I mean, if they would have been in a better defensive position, that wouldn't have happened. And I mean, really, if you're KD, let it go then. You know, I mean, he obviously beat him by a step and KD panicked a little bit. It's a ticky tack call. But uh, if Kevin Durant plays that better, it's not going to happen in the first place. And then that ball, he doesn't catch it. It ends up in the second row and you're going to double overtime. So it was just an unfortunate sequence of events. Uh, I had more of an issue with them with the non four point play call on Kevin Durant. I thought that was more, okay, they've got a case to be made there. Uh, the guy's obviously trying to foul him. KD got that shot up pretty quickly while the replay showed he d- probably didn't foul him. The intent was to foul. And I thought at the point where he was, this is going to get a little weird, but I thought at the point JD where he was intending to foul KD was going into the act of shooting, which in turn, if it is a foul, then it needs to be a three-point and one. No, I think that's a that's a fair explanation and one that I think a lot of Warriors fans would would agree with, and, and just you know people watching the game with some common sense. I think it's a it's a very fair point. All right, that's going to do it for us, Covey. I'm going to go ahead and hand it off to you as you're gonna you're gonna be. On the air till midnight. I'll tonight? go until like four in the morning. Yeah, I okay. got it covered. Yeah. Basically, just all the way till nine o'clock, and Let, then I'm going to come back with Steiny. We'll let's just, go, baby. It'll just, yeah, you'll go. I'll and carry then maybe, the torch. Maybe I'll join you about six. And yeah, we'll just, just bring some coffee and some donuts if you don't mind. We're going to be a little haggard, uh, but no, we'll we'll get into this. We'll talk about the Giants. Are they ever going to score a run? Crush Davis at it again. We got Tarney games jumping off. Paul Goldschmidt's hitting three bombs. So uh, exciting night in sports, and we will delve into all of that in just a hot second. All right, so Covey's coming up next. Uh, eight at eight nine five seven. If you want to weigh in on this game or anything else going on in the world of sports as well, he's got you covered between now until tomorrow here on 95.7 The Game. For Alex Scott, for Nash Solomon, uh, thanks to everybody involved uh, in the broadcast tonight. Uh, I'm John Dickinson. Warriors lose 131-130 in OT. You heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.